Tuesday, October 16th. Also, the opening night of NBA 2018-2019. Somehow, uh, the NBA is upon us once again. A little earlier than usual. Usually, um, night one is right around the 30th or 31st, right around Halloween. Uh, I like that they moved it up a little bit now, changed the schedule. No more uh, four games in five nights or back-to-back-to-back on the road swings. Um, Better for the product and for the players and for injury and basically for for every reason. The Lakers, back in the uh, limelight this year. Obviously, we don't have time on this podcast to do a uh, full preview, so I'm just going to do a quick little snippet about the uh, boys in purple and gold this year. Handful of years, um, you know, post-Kobe rebuild, bunch of number two picks, and now the big prize in the offseason, LeBron James joins the Lakers for the next four years. People seem to think that this year one is a throwaway year for him, you know, kind of feel it out, new building, let him work on his side projects, wait until the cavalry arrives in the form of who knows, Damian Lillard, Kawhi Leonard, Jimmy Butler, Anthony Davis, Kevin Durant, who knows? Everyone seems to think someone is on the horizon to join LeBron in their quest for another title for L.A. in year two or year three of this four-year LeBron run. The team that I'm looking at right now, I think, is ready to win today. And literally today. Not that they, not that they have a game tonight, but day one is today, so today. The common thought is that you need these other two guys, let's say, you know, to run alongside the alpha dog. I would submit that the Lakers already have those. One in Brandon Ingram, who in his third year will be an all-star level player player this year. Uh, I don't know if his name brand recognition will allow him to be in the all-star game because, you know, forward slots are super tight, especially in the West. But love this kid's game. I think he is a legit number two player um, for the next handful of years on whether this team or another. I hope it's with the Lakers. And Lonzo Ball, uh, second-year rookie. Why do we think that, you know, the the narrative is that he's he's only 20 years old. We think that he's going to suck for some reason, which is ridiculous. Opening year, rookie year rather, to average seven points, seven assists. Sorry, seven. Re- I think it's seven, seven, and seven. Maybe Jason Kidd and LeBron were the last ones to do that. It just doesn't happen that often. The kid knows how to play. Rough rookie year with just adjusting to the league at a really young age, having to deal with his dad and the press and a lot of injuries. Now he gets to play alongside one of the greatest. And I think Lonzo has a chance to still be a star. There's no reason, or there's nothing I've seen that takes me off my initial thought that he's Jason Kidd 2.0. So if he's the third wheel on this triumvirate here, I think that's a team that can win today. Does it mean they're ready to beat the Warriors? Probably not. But the way that the Warriors play ball with their you know lineup of death, I'm not saying the Lakers can match that. Nobody in league history maybe can match that in terms of name brand recognition of those five guys. But Lonzo, LeBron, Ingram out there with Kuzma and Pope or Josh Hart or one of the shooters in uh, Svi or Mo Wagner 
big guys who can extend the floor. These are the type of it's a, it, Lakers can put together that type of lineup. All guys on the floor between you know six six and six nine, length, athletes, young legs, that can run up and down the floor and play the same style as Golden State. Maybe not as effectively, obviously, but there's a lot to like here in today's type of game. And the Lakers are going to look to move the ball at the court. Like I said, all these young legs. Lonzo is 20. Pope, even, who's like a vet on this team, is 25. Josh Hart is 23. Ingram's 21. Kuzma's 23. Svi, 21. Mo Wagner, 21. Zubak, even, 21. And then LeBron. So they're going to want to move the ball up and down the court. The, the challenge here that I see is Luke Walton. And how does he mesh these veteran personalities that he brought in, or not he, that the you know, organization has brought in, in Rondo, Lance Stevenson, JaVale McGee, and Michael Beasley, and keep them in line and at bay to let these young guys flourish. I like the idea of having these guys on your playoff roster to come in and give you quality minutes off the bench. Guys who know how to win, know how to defend, know how to play, know how to get guys riled up. During the regular season, though, I don't want them to potentially stunt the growth of Josh Hart, Kyle Kuzma, or even Lonzo when you get down to Rondo and who should be playing at the point um, next to Ingram and LeBron. So I think that's a challenge for Luke Walton, just meshing the characters because there's a lot of new personalities and a lot of legitimate characters on this team this year. How is he going to handle all of that? But... The headline takeaway here for me is this is not a team that uh, should not be seriously taken by opponents in the league this year. I think they're a team that can win 50 games. Any team with LeBron has a chance to do that. I think they can make some noise in the playoffs. And if you told me right now that the Lakers are going to be playing against the Warriors in the Western Conference Finals this year, I would, at the very least, listen to your reasoning and on the high end, potentially even say, yeah, I think so too. Let's fucking go, purple and gold.